And when Steve was eight, the family was transferred to Europe. I spent about mm, a month in the second grade in Europe, and the math teacher told my parents, this boy is not good at numbers. He's going to fail in third grade. I will say that was the initial clarion call for me to focus on numbers and get good. He did get good. In fact, by high school, he got hooked on math. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to be a math or physics major. I love numbers. And what I learned was numbers tell great stories, uh, at least for me. And there's a you know, certain set of people who can see it that way. If you want to paint the picture of how big and how small and how things fit together, numbers and charts, if you will, that are derived from numbers can be very, very powerful. This was a power that Balmer exercised fully at Microsoft. One of the most important contributions I think I actually made was helping to structure the full set of numbers that are available in a complicated business into a few simple kind of reports that people could read and know that if they focused on those, they'd understand the business and understand how to drive the business and improve performance. Okay, who's really buying PCs? How many are going into schools? How many are going into consumer hands? How many are going into smaller businesses and larger businesses? Because each of those represent different kinds of opportunities that need to be mined in different ways. So the numbers tell the story that can direct action, can help put things in context, etc. Using numbers to put things in context. Telling a story that can direct action. That's the kind of thing we try to do on Freakonomics Radio. Seems pretty sensible, doesn't it? But there are some realms in which numbers, rather than being used to contextualize or illuminate a situation, they're used to exaggerate or obfuscate. You know what I'm talking about. Realms like public safety. The murder rate in our country is the highest it's been in 47 years, right? Did you know that? Actually, it's not. But also realms like the state of the economy. The Dow blew past the 20,000 mark Wednesday morning. And realms like government spending. I thought it would be interesting to paint government and what it does and what it takes in from its citizens, what it puts out, and what kind of outcomes it gets, not by adjectives, but by the numbers. The resulting portrait at usafacts.org synthesizes 30 years' worth of data from federal, state, and local governments. All in, government takes in annual revenues of about $5.2 trillion and spends $5.4 trillion. If I'm a citizen, I don't want to know just where the government got its money from whom and where it spent it. But is it working at all, or, or at least what activity is it generating? You know, there are a lot of teachers in this country, and a lot of what government does is to teach. That's the biggest profession, be it at the higher ed level or at the K-12 through level. To be precise, 10,979,260 public employees work in education. And it's a large you know, amount of money. It's over $700 billion. It's about 15% of what the government spends overall. And you say, okay, for $700 billion, do we like, and then we give you the historical context, do we like with the ramp up in spending, because education spending has grown faster uh, than spending overall, do we like the kind of outcomes we're getting? And you see something like 30 or 40 percent of kids are proficient at grade level in fourth grade reading. That doesn't sound good enough. I know you've been very uh, outspoken that this is a nonpartisan, non-policy oriented project, but 
I'm guessing there are many instances where you see something, whether it's about the number of educators and the ROI on education or the rise in healthcare expenditures, something like 1,200% over the past 35 years. And I'm guessing that all of these things have to trigger some thoughts in your mind about, well, now that I know this, we should probably think about doing that. Well, what I would say in general is I do believe in the democratic process in the sense that uh, my voice uh, or my opinion is one in a sea of 330 million opinions, not all of whom could vote, but nonetheless, uh, it's one in a sea of opinions. And the most important thing I can do here is ground in the facts as opposed to have an opinion on every topic and the numbers. That's up to folks to, to draw their own conclusions. There are a couple of things that really are on my mind, both from reading this and other work I'm doing with my wife. I am a business person still in my...